0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Gurren Otaku Council Podcast. I am Ace. And I'm McMillian. And we hope you all had a wonderful Thanksgiving. Got to eat some good food and enjoy some one, you know, well-deserved time with loved ones and family. Um, but today, we're back for another episode, and we'll be doing Demon Slayer Episode 7. It's finally over with everybody. <laughs> as well as Mushoku Tensei Episode 20. We will not be covering... Um episode of eighty six this week because this week's episode was a recap episode, and we're not going to bother covering covering now. I'm pretty sure if you've been keeping up with the season this far you you know what's going on, so we don't need a recap of what's going on right now, so we're just gonna skip that but um, as always, if you'd like to be a part of the council and join us every week as we discuss all things anime and sometimes manga, then make sure to hit that subscribe button as well as follow us on our social medias at twitter and Instagram, and with that being said, the council is now in session. So how you doing, McMillian? How was your Thanksgiving break?
1: Uh it was good. Much needed uh time to, you know, spend time with the fam and uh just enjoying myself. Um What was I about to say? Also, uh, you know, four days off from work ain't too bad, so
0: <laughs> Oh yeah, no, I'm I'm dreading going back to work and just because I know it's gonna be hectic tomorrow back at work oh. dealing with all this stuff. Cause I mean it lit everybody was like gone this entire week and so it was just like i know it's gonna be a busy day tomorrow so i'm uh, i'm not ready for it but anyways <laughs> but i had a good thanksgiving break as well me and my family we went to um nashville for the break and so we spent um thanksgiving break up there just hanging out and doing stuff up in nashville so that was fine and um now we're back back in the yep
1: and with that said, uh, I guess let's get started with these uh, action-packed episodes. So, <laughs> um, this episode of Demon Slayer, uh, episode 7 of season 2, is called Set Your Heart Ablaze. You know, gotta cash in that Rengoku money. Um, and I've been saying it the whole the whole time, guys. And it's not changing. They copy-pasted and <laughs> the movie, basically. But the good um, thing is, is it's over. It's finally over. And We're finally done, everybody. Yeah, <laughs> no, uh... Season I don't I don't know if they're gonna separate it, but if not, the rest of season two, like I've been saying all time, y'all gonna enjoy. But um, talk about some stuff that happened in this episode. If you've seen the movie, then you know this was the climactic endpoint of the Rengoku versus Okaza fight, and just like in the movie, well, not like in the movie, I guess it was just as sad to see him go. But it didn't oh, right. get as big of a reaction, probably, as me as it would have, like it did in theaters that time.
0: Now you mentioned this before earlier when we was um covering this, but and I, I really didn't see it at first. But you might have been right. The animation for the show just may be a little bit better than it was for the movie. Because I was watching this week's episode and I was like, why does this look so damn good? Even though, like you know what we already discussed before, Demon Slayer animations always look good. But it was just like, why the hell you
1: does this, this look so good? Um. yeah this one so I have so it's interesting I have this fight as a back as a uh, live wallpaper background I think that's no. what they called um, something
0: like the moving ones yeah
1: yeah, yeah. and uh, to me I there were very few differences from the movie like I, but they did the quality did seem better but then again also this was like I feel like a jump in quality from last episode just Correct. in general but, um, yeah, it was the climactic fight with, R- with Goku versus Kaz. There's not much I can say about it, but other than if you have not seen this fight, it, uh, please watch it. Like, yeah. it's, it's gorgeous. One, it's gorgeous to look at. Two, it's such a it's such a important part, I feel like, of the story, not only of like just Demon Slayer, but for this character because it's basically their last uh, stand. Yeah. And the weight you feel the entire weight of it within the clashing of his fight but within the last uh move he gives
0: like, like that whole final sequence was just done so beautiful it was like they they I don't think they couldn't have done it any better than what they did, honestly. It was just so A lot. so done well so done so damn well. Like when 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 the music goes quiet and it's just him and Akazia just screaming at each other and you know and slashing at each other, you're just looking at it like this is peak fiction right here. Like the, this this
1: this is peak fiction. <laughs> yeah, no, the part um the part that always gets me or it, like um still got me today, even when uh in theaters. Um, when you see Rengoku take his breath for the isoteric art and you see the flame move throughout his body. Yeah, no, that was fire. That always gives me goosebumps. And that was just even though like this is a rendition and I would have loved to have just gotten like straight to the uh entertainment district art, seeing it again was nice. Um Yeah. Besides this fight and Rengoku's passing, um, something else that we got to see that I like, uh, that I really enjoyed Tandro getting angry with Akaza for the, first, yeah. like, and being like, you are a coward and everything like that. Like the only reason, like, uh, it was like when Goku fought you with his all and you run away at the last second, how dare you like in theaters, that was such like a powerful moment. And I still feel like even the, even though we're seeing it again, it didn't take away much.
0: Yeah. Like that, like I said before that whole, last scene because i mean one thing i do appreciate from this movie slash this arc was that it did not end happy you know it wasn't a happy ending you know i'm i hate it when everything has to have a happy ending especially when the climax is just like so dire and stuff like that mm-hmm. it's just like how you know when you pull out these happy endings out of these dire situations it's almost like well how the hell did they even get out of stuff like this and so not to say it was you no know, I I I'm glad that he died but it's just more of, more of I'm just glad it was not a happy ending um it was sad and unfortunate that we actually you know lost Rengoku and stuff like that and we actually lost the Hashira but it made for good you know storytelling and a good writing
1: yeah you know? no, I'm um, um I'm yeah. all for meaningful character death Correct. like I think um while well, I gave them flack at the beginning of our podcast uh the Rengoku simps are justified for sipping for a good character, um, and a a character that also has a lot of weight for our main character moving forward. Like you can see, even by the end of this episode, that Tandro is moved by Rengoku and his actions, and it, and he seems to have met a demon slayer that will shape how he moves forward, uh, for the later parts of this story.
0: Correct. Um, Another thing. That I'm pretty sure they're gonna touch about it, because um, well, I didn't think about it in that movie. But when I saw it again at the end of this um, episode, it made me think about it. Tanjiro has to get another sword now because he threw it at a kaza. <laughs> yeah, we get
1: we get to see the uh, yeah we're gonna get to see the sword village people again. Which I'm pretty uh, sure the... you
0: know they're gonna give him another one. But I just I just didn't you know it didn't hit me last time when I actually seen it in the first of the movies. But they're gonna have to get that man another sword. We're gonna have to see old oh boy act a fool <laughs> again. <laughs> Uh, Cause he was pissed last time. Tanjiro messed up his sword. I'm pretty sure he's gonna be pissed again. Yeah, but um, so. These we'll be...
1: blades, boy, they expensive. <laughs> <laughs> pretty sure
0: they are. So that's gonna be fun to, to watch again. See him act up.
1: Yeah. Um. What else? I um another thing I think that shouldn't be overlooked, uh, from the movie or like from this episode, uh. Goku's final, some of Rengoku's final words was like an acknowledgement to Nezuko and her important importance moving forward of how like anyone willing to shed blood to protect people from demons he acknowledges as a demon slayer, and I think that was just really cool in an aspect of like when you first met all the Hashiras, all of them were basically like, "Yo, this girl needs to die," except for Giyu. Yeah, Gyu was the only person that actually stood up for him, um, and uh surprisingly the head of the demon series, but every other Hashira was like there's no such thing as a good demon. And by the end of it, even with his last breath, I just thought it was like so was um, now that I'm thinking about it, was Rengoku at that meeting when they mm-hmm.
0: when Yeah. Because I couldn't remember now. Nah. Yeah,
1: all of the Hashiros is at the meeting and each of them besides Gyu had the consistency that Nezuko basically needed to be taken out. And I just think it's an important thing to point out uh in terms of his character that Rengoku uh even with his final her. breaths, his yeah. final breath, he wanted to make sure that he was like he wanted to make sure that Tanjiro knew that he took back what he said about his sister and that she was important. Like I think that's just something to point out just how like the type of character that Rengoku is um even further, even though he is now correct, you know, past. I would have to agree as well. So
0: the long wait is finally over. Season two starts. Next week on December the fifth, if I'm not mistaken.
1: Oh, they moved it to Saturday. Oh no, no, so sorry, sorry. December fifth is Sunday. I keep thinking of Saturday. That's what I'm trying to double
0: check to make sure. Yeah, December fifth is the Sunday. So yeah, season two, the real season two, will finally air on December the fifth. Um, the long wait is over. But if you have not, if you for whatever reason if you did not get a chance to see *Moving Train* the movie, then obviously you know this was a good arc for you to watch because it is canon. It's not like it was. Filler. filler. It the was only, only filler, was filler for filler. the people that actually already seen the movie. But if you, uh, for whatever reason, if you have not seen the movie yet, then you did get some enjoyment out of this. Um, yeah, arc. I
1: mean, the only thing that was filler was the first episode. And I'm not sure if that's what they meant when they were like, oh, we have new things to show you because <laughs> everything else was the same. Yeah. But um, yeah, I, I would hope that if you hadn't seen the movie, this was a good way to watch it for you. And if you have seen the movie, well, everyone, we kind of know what happened. <laughs> but I will say this. I hope everyone who has, regardless if you've seen the movie or if you saw this season, um, the season, the uh, the entertainment district art it should be extremely enjoyable, I think, for everyone. Um, since I've already seen it, I can't necessarily answer this question, but I was going to ask Ace for the sake of the podcast and also just like, um add some more stuff to the viewing thing because obviously movie so we don't have a lot to talk about all the time with this <laughs> um what do you expect moving forward uh i'm uh, not going to confirm or deny anything I'm okay just yeah yeah. so
0: moving forward i do expect it maybe to be some type of small time skip whether it be like a few weeks or months for them to heal after this fight because Tanjiro is messed up so I, I expect it to be some type of small time skip for him to recovery like like they normally do. Um, but other than that, as far as for the rest of the season, I am looking forward to seeing the next upper moon. I don't know what, you know, number she is, whether she's above Akaza or below Akaza. So I'm looking forward to see if she's actually stronger than Akaza or weaker than Akaza, so that's gonna be nice to see. I'm actually looking forward to seeing the next Hashira. Um I think he's the Sound Hashira, if I'm yeah. not mistaken. Yeah, okay, yeah, I, I got that correct. I don't remember his name, but I do know he's the sound Hashira. So um he has two blades, which is cool, so I'm definitely looking forward to seeing some more of him, especially, like I said, after seeing the stuff that Rengoku can do, you know, that was the first time we got exposed to actually seeing a Hashira. I'm I'm definitely excited to see what another Hashira can do, especially something like a sound Hashira. Because like, what type of moves would you have, you know, we know with sound and stuff. So that that's going to be interesting to see how they depict that as well. I can't wait for that. Um, and I also... The main two things I do want to see, because I know I'm going to get, you know, of course we want to get more development in I I know that's going to happen. But one one of the main things I do want to see is I want to see more development with Zenetsu and Nezuko uh, particularly. Um, Nezuko has been slowly growing as a demon. It would be nice to see her grow, you know, gain some more demon powers and actually see Nezuko actually have a more of a... A real fight, if you will say, because Nezuko really hasn't really just gotten a chance to shine just yet. She hasn't got a chance to have her moment. Like, yes, she did yeah. help um, Tanjiro with, um... I agree with What's him. his name? But I can't remember his name right now. Um, but she helped Tanjiro with the spider demon, but other than that, she hasn't really just gotten her chance to shine. So I'm I'm waiting on Nezuko to have her moment, so that's something I definitely want to see. And of course, I do want to see Zinesu one way or another step his game up. Um... No, he been he been showing off and of stuff, but it I, I can only imagine that they're not gonna let him continue fighting like this, like in sleep form the entire time, because that even though that's his trope, it's got to get old at some point, and maybe he has a realization in him somewhere where he can tap in some of that power even while he's asleep, or he realizes he asleep, something. I just want to see some growth out of yeah, so Sinister. some more development from our yeah. side characters.
1: Yeah, I um. I guess I can't necessarily answer the question. <laughs> yeah, they will say
0: uh, need to confirm nor
1: deny. But yeah, I, I um, as a I'll, I'll say it from my perspective as a manga reader, what I would look, what I'm looking forward to is um, the manga and the show differ in terms of how they depict fights. Sometimes, well, that's mm-hmm. actually like with any I think anime manga. manga. To, yeah, anime. Yeah. Um, so I'm looking forward to see how they adapt the manga fights uh to the screen. I'm seeing. I want to see how. Uh, the sound breath looks because uh, in the in the manga it doesn't really have a Ooh. form necessarily. Like it doesn't look the same as like water or fire did or anything like Correct. that. So I'm I'm wondering how they're gonna animate it.
0: You know, what, that's that's a good. I know. Mean, I guess that goes back to what I was saying. I want to see more how they actually depict the sound stuff. But like, yeah, I didn't touch on it visually though. But I guess that's part of depicting it though. So yeah, I, I definitely. I want to see how it's gonna look as well? Because that's like I said, it's gonna be interesting to see how they depict it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I'm sorry to mean to cut you off. You could continue.
1: Um, I mean, uh, the uh, then I mean, other than that, I can only I want to. The other things I want to see, I think would be spoilers, so I can't really get into it. But, well, uh, then just keep them to yourself. Those are you. those. <laughs> I will. I will. Um, but those are probably like the major things that I can probably give top level that I would like Correct. to see. Um, from this. I also oh, well, I also want to see. I guess maybe the depiction of the uh, the entertainment district because mm-hmm. from the trailers it looks great. Uh, so far already like the moving sweeping shots and stuff like that. Yeah, like Demon Slayer has already proven itself to be a great anime as far as visuals. So I'm I'm looking I'm just looking forward to see the eye candy. I guess. Yeah. Of like what else also show
0: one thing I am looking forward to. Um, is to see if they touch upon, or not touch upon, expand upon breathing techniques and stuff like that in the next season. So I'm looking forward to seeing that because we got hints and stuff, you know, from the from the Mugen Train arc about all the different things that you can actually do with the breathing techniques and stuff like that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So the concentration and stuff, a bit. yes, yeah, stuff like that. So I'm hoping to see um, if they expand on some stuff like that as well. And then you are you already did mention that we are going to get another touch of, uh, not another touch, a more in depth of the demon corpse as a whole during this next season so i'm looking forward to that as well i don't think that's really really a spoiler so um
1: mm-hmm.
0: i'm looking forward to seeing that as well because you know we really haven't really now that i'm thinking about it we know when you brought that up we really haven't touched too deep on on the Demo corpse actually all we know is you know their organization here fighting demons but as far as i guess more of the lore we haven't really gone too deep into it so it is going to be nice to Know see see some more information on the DM course itself as well, so that's going to be yeah. nice. Yeah, but um, um, other than that, let's rate this episode zero out of ten. What would you give the final episode for the movie Train the movie?
1: Um, wow, it's so interesting because I give this movie like a nine. <laughs> it's like well, a nine and a half really. I give the movie a whole. I give the whole movie like a nine and a half, almost a ten. Yeah. Um. um this episode though, in terms of where they break it down.
0: Well, while you thinking about it, I'll give it I'll give it an eight. Almost going to a nine. Probably probably something like an eight and a half. Just because like I said before, you know, this wasn't a happy ending. Um and it just really shows you how much the upper moon should be feared in this world, as of right now. Um, because, mm-hmm. you know, the first time that we see one you know he take out a Hashira even though it wasn't like he took him out flawlessly or without effort but he took out a Hashira and then like I said just, just that whole ending climax with him and with with between the struggle between Akaza and Rengoku when after Akaza punched him in the chest not the chest in the stomach and Rengoku would not let him go and then at the same time he's still trying to cut off his head like that was just the imagery that was just so powerful it was just like is he gonna kill this man or not because it was yeah. just at, after he, because, you know, after he got punched in the stomach, I could kind of tell that it wasn't going to be good for Goku. But the whole time I'm thinking is, is he actually going to end up killing Okaza though? Like, is he going to take out this upper moon? And then, you know, he ends up escaping. It's just like, well, damn, now we got to deal with, you know, deal with this guy in the future and all the ramifications of that from him escaping. So. Um, I can't wait to see, you know, Akaza, Akaza, Akaza return sometime sometime whenever that be in the future. And also to see who actually ends up fighting him in the future. That's gonna be interesting as well. So, um, I definitely can't wait to see that. But yeah, and then just the whole Goku death in general. As much as, you know, we talk shit about them Goku simps, like you said before, they had actually something to simp for. So, um... Yeah.
1: Um, I, I guess... so. Okay, I'll with eight, you eight saying... I uh, yeah. you saying that, I'm... If they didn't split this fight up, this would be a. Good if they
0: did not split it up, yes, it would be an easy nine. If, like the uh, the whole fight itself, Easy.
1: maybe even the yeah, ten. Yeah, like, definitely if, a nine. If last episode and this episode were combined, this would be like a nine. Um, since they separated, I probably have to give you give it the same thing, eight point five. Um, not only was this uh, such a climactic scene as far as Akaza versus Rengoku, um, we also. This is probably one of the most heartfelt goodbyes to a character I have seen in any type of media. Like I, I have mentioned this not, probably not to Ace, but I have uh, my best friend, both of us watched the series. Um, I read it, I've read it. Um, I read it before the movie came out, and I told my my friend had admitted that he cried when videoing this movie. <laughs> and <laughs> understandably so. When I although for me this was uh, for the me the movie was the second time of Rengoku's passing and I told my friend that's not what got me because I I shed one tear and the one tear came from when his mom showed up yeah when I tell you that was such like a heartfelt like scene with him and his mom the flashback and stuff like that. And then the score they chose. Like, Demon Slayer is really good at pulling on, I feel like, emotional threads. And that was such a good one. Because I was prepared for everything that was coming at the end of the movie. I was like, go, 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 that. I'm cool. I'm great. I already saw it in the manga. I'm good. I already know what's going to happen. They start hit me. They started with that slow violin sh- drum and the piano. Okay, well, well, quick question. Did
0: the mom scene also happen in the manga? Or was that mm-hmm. new? Yeah. No.
1: Okay. Uh, one thing I'll say about Demon Slayer and any other probably manga or Demon Slayer can echo this. The anime to the manga is basically shot for shot. The only oh, thing that is. That's cool then. The only thing that is different mm-hmm. is probably like some of the in between for the fights. Cause you know, if you've ever seen a manga, mm-hmm. they're, it's panels. So it's like Correct. the fights aren't as dynamic, but you can kind of get a sense of what's happening. What's because going on. Ste- Cause you know, the steals and like stuff like that. So mm-hmm. that's probably the only thing. But other than that, all the major parts are like shot by shot. So. Dope. Um, dope. I probably have to get this a head just because of the fights, but also because like the character death and like I said, the, Rengoku's passing is probably the most heartfelt passing of any character I've seen in any type of media.
0: Um, I'll let you have that. I'll, I'll disagree, but I'll let you have it. You you're speaking
1: as a One Piece fan, so I mean, <laughs> I already know they got heartfelt goodbyes, in that, but I'm just saying like, I, I most of the time when I see characters die in most shows, mm-hmm. it's not. As gut wrenching, in my opinion, as this one. No, um, like I said, I, I, like it's up there.
0: Like in far as like anime depths, this one is definitely up there. So yeah, I, I would agree with you on that aspect.
1: So, um, so that's why I'm like, I, I, for me, the eight, an eight and a half not only comes from like the dynamics of this episode, but also from like the character standpoints. Um. Yeah, that was basically it. I just wanted to touch on that because that was such a huge part of it.
0: Oh, no, correct, yeah.
1: Um, so, all right. Well, with
0: that being said, we're going to move on to our next anime we have slated for today, Bushoku Tensei, episode 20. Um, as we said before, we're not going to be covering 86, because it was just a recap episode, so we're not going to be covering that. But anyways... One, the One um, thing to note, I guess, is
1: the recap, uh, Frederica uh, narrated it. So if you're a Frederico fan, maybe you'll enjoy it. I don't <laughs> I don't know. I just to I just want to touch on recap episodes of anime for a little bit. I don't know why they do them. <laughs> Especially sometimes in the middle of the season, because I'm just like, Were we not watching the season? Like yeah. we wouldn't even know about the episode if we weren't watching it. So Yeah. But unfortunately when stuff like this happens, we're probably gonna skip over it because again, either A, you've been following along with this podcast, which means you've probably been following along with the stuff. And B we can't really review a recap episode because it's like we just we've reviewed all the episodes that came before the recap
0: so it's like, like yeah like we could do a recap of i guess the season so far but we're gonna recap the season at the end of the season anyway so it's almost like no point in doing it yeah during, and it, that would be in the middle of the uh, season so yeah
1: i'll say also that's just for rating purposes too yeah but yeah, just to just to give a little spiel, of probably, like, why we were, if you want other reasons of, like, my, why we're not covering it, or anything like that. That was just a little spiel. Correct. Um, but to get into the episode of Mushuko Tensei, episode 20. Um, this one was titled, The Birth of My Little Sister, The Maid. Um, and basically, this is... This is probably one of the funniest episodes you should go to I'm, I'm be, I'm be oh, real. True. I was oh. not ready for this episode. <laughs> once
0: again, I'm not once again, but I was. <laughs> I was like Ruzier. I'm thinking this. I'm thinking this was gonna be the raid, the castle episode. Yeah, same. <laughs> hey, yeah, you know, the, 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 the castle episode. also
1: i The castle episode.
0: I was not prepared for this episode. Like, I, if you if you told me that. Rudy was gonna get out of this situation how he just did this episode. I would, I would thought you was lying. But I wouldn't. I was not ready or expected this to end like this. But
1: here we are. Um. So yeah, yeah. I'll be, I'll I, you continue. <laughs> none of this. I would have expected none of this. But um, to go into the episode a little bit. So as we left off on the last episode, and this I find it so funny because I really thought there was gonna be stuff happening in this episode. We called our last. Podcast episode into the thick of it because I thought stuff was gonna pop off. And only one thing popped off, and that was Demon there. But uh, this episode starts off with Rudy trap, just like it left it leaving off from last episode. And um <laughs> the way it began is he's uh Pax's older brother enters basically the dungeon space and it's like hey. The people that brought you in here mentioned that you had this doll, and this Rujir's doll that he's been spreading around for like to reinstate faith into the super, basically. Um, and he's like, "Where did you get it?" And Rudy is like, "I'm not gonna tell the truth because I have no idea what why he's asking these questions." <laughs> so he lies. And he says, "Oh, I got it from the demon continent. Somebody else made it." And he was like, "Oh, okay." And the dude is like, "Oh man, I really thought hoped you made it because I, I, I wanted to know who made this other." figure and it's his Roxy figure that he made uh for a good five present for Roxy. And he <laughs> ends up going into extreme detail. Of when this we say model,
0: extreme detail, I mean these I did not this is this is some of the stuff in the is where you know the creators care because they took the extra time to make his own this is like their own little slideshow specifically for how
1: they're going into detail about this sculpture. By When I tell you, I don't even know how many, I wish I counted how many, or I wish I looked at how long the like clip was of him freaking out. It was at least like two to three minutes, bro. But it went into detail and it was the most funniest thing ever because the guy was like the the perfect curvature. It shows everything. And I was like, to be fair, this is crazy. How messed up. Like, so.
0: Oh so the fucking the fucking sculpture splits into two because you can take off Roxy's clothes, which we did know at first. No, because And, Rudy's uh, and a obviously villain. you can take off the clothes because it's fucking Rudy. It's but a villain. then a villain. you know he <laughs> keeps going and describing the sculpture and stuff like that. And I was like, you know what? As perverted as this sculpture is, this is a damn good sculpture. I kinda even though like I hate to agree with Rudy because I fucking hate him and love him at the same time. It's
1: uh, but this is a damn good sculpture. <laughs> so I recent, so, uh, as an anime fan, and this, I feel like any, there's a plot of any anime fan that doesn't want to come off creepy. There's a lot of good anime figurines of really cool characters. The ones for the female characters, if you're a fan of female characters, you have to play such a ridiculous game because it's either cool and appreciative of the character or it's just vulgar. <laughs> and the line there's a line that gets really close up to like where it's like, man, this looks good. But also at the same time, if somebody saw this, this would send the wrong message. So this was like the perfect, I feel like, episode to illustrate just how weird sometimes With anime so cool figurines can be. Yeah. But when I tell you uh this she okay. To get into to get into the other thing I wanted to bring up about this episode, where are the she parents? <laughs> there is Pax is off his rocker. Uh the older brother's name is Zenobia, right? Yeah, Zenobia. Yeah. Zenobia. Zenobia is off his Zenoba. Zenoba. Zenoba? Zenoba? Zenobia. Okay. Yeah. Zenobia. Zenoba is off his off his meds too. Because Uh, So, Rudy uh, finally ends up basically, like, uh, critiquing this guy because he ends up removing a mole off of the Roxy doll, which is supposed to represent something. I'm not even going to say what it's supposed to represent, but you can use your imagination. Um, And basically, the guy is like, oh, Oh, great, Rudy, please, like, become my master. Teach me how you made these dolls. And Rudy's like, the only way I'm doing is if you get packs, if if you get to release me. So... Z- Zenoba's solution is like, oh, I'm gonna kill my
0: brother. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, pause. Like, well threaten my brother's that life. That whole scene, before he, like, even get out the dungeon, I was like, okay. Like, when I, when, when, when he was, like, when he started calling Rudy his mess and everything, I was like, like we might be able to use Zenoba to our advantage here. And then he was like, you know, even I, he was like, yeah, alright, I'll let you become my pupil if you can get me out this barrier. And he was like, well, all that means I'll just basically have to take care of Pex, right? And he was like, yeah, I guess. And then after that, he just had that oh, he, say, say, just, say say less look on his face. And I was like, that looked like the face of a
1: man that's finna go fuck some, some shit up. <laughs> and he proceeded to fuck some shit up. <laughs> but I thought it that, thank you for reminding me of that. Because that scene alone was hilarious because Rudy was like, as soon as he said, all I got to do is take care of Pex. Rudy was like, yeah. He was like, cool. He walks out. He's like, wait, what does that mean? What is it? Wait, wait! How did you interpret that? It was so funny. And I was like, yeah. I was like, I don't know what he's gonna do, but all I know is he's gonna go get the
0: uh, snap mission handle. Like I, I was- Listen, I don't know how he was gonna handle it, but I knew he was gonna
1: go handle it. Yeah. So this leads to a scene where we find out. Oh, uh, so this before we get to like Zeno Fred and his brother, uh, this led to a scene where, Eris, uh Eris and Rugier. and um, Aisha. Aisha. Thank you. I was trying to remember Aisha's name. That's who I was <laughs> <messing up laughs> on. Um out That's why it's was two of them. Basically met with some of the guard of the Shion kingdom. And they were like, look, we want to save your friend. But Pax, that little shit, got our families. And Ru- so that's where uh, Rugier was like, oh, man. I thought I was going to have to fight the castle. But they and were like, if you do that? <laughs> yeah, he was, he was ready to pop off. But they were like, if you do that, Pax is going to definitely kill our family if we don't fight against you. Because at the end of the day we don't want to fight against you. But So yeah. they, he was like, the better thing is if you save our families, we can help. We can better help you guys get yeah. around. Um, and, you know, this just stuff.
0: goes to show you that how fucked up Pex really is. But then at the same time I you would assume that if you're a prince, you are already get you know, guards assigned to you to some extent. You know what I mean? Uh, but but then, I think it's
1: a. Uh, I, again, I said this. I don't know what their parents said. I don't. <laughs> but by how they're maneuvering, by how Pax is maneuvering, because Zenobe's not. I mean, Zenobe's crazy, but he also didn't seem like he was out here kidnapping people, family crazy. Yeah. Pa- by how they're maneuvering, I'm assuming that their families, the way that the upper Xion family runs things, Zero. isn't. Huh? shiron shiron oh shiron i yeah. forget the art shiron family runs things is not like how pax runs it so i'm assuming i would not assume so I, i'm only saying that because they it seemed like the moment they released their families i mean we'll get to it later but the moment they released their families they were like hey i ain't gotta work for this man no more so i'm assuming that like somebody in the upper shiron family is like this should not be allowed but I again i don't know I don't know where their parents are. They haven't shown none of these people parents, and I'm just questioning myself at this point. Because yeah, no, that, like I said, it just Pax
0: was already a fucked up individual. But then I, my question this, is, what was the point of taking the soldier's family hostage? If because, like I said, you're already a prince, and so I'm assuming because you're already a prince, you have to have some type of guards already assumed, already not assumed, already assigned to you. So what was the point? Unless the point was just to get, I guess, extra guards under you, or just make I'm, I'm, sure the guards were just, like, 100% loyal, something like that, but still... Yeah, I think it head, was more
1: so that, because be the, the point? thing, at, at the end of the day, I prefer, the reason I brought up, like, I don't think the upper, however they run their kingdom, I don't know if it's 100% like that, is one, because uh, if, if he had to kidnap people's families to make them work, it means that at some point, his guards could disagree with him. Probably, yeah. That's what that's the, that's the only reason I say that. But um yeah, Pax is yeah, no. Pax I mean, yeah. got it. Pax Pe- was already fooled. But anyway, yeah. so um moving from go yeah, moving on from that, they're going
0: on explaining how we need to free our families and Rozier tells Aisha... now, nah, I Ruzier tells Aisha to stay with Aisha because you know, we can't take Aisha on this dangerous mission. And then he proceeds as, to go off yeah, and he proceeds to go do what his other thing um, and, but uh, while Eris is watching Aisha, there's some ruckus in the kingdom, kingdom. going on. And this <laughs> is and this so
1: this is where the timeline catches up. So Zeno. You know, <laughs> it turns out that Aisha uh is like, so uh Aisha hears all this ruckus, and she's like, oh no, it's the um It's that guy again. It's that guy again. And Ares is like what do what guy and uh, uh, Aisha is like explaining that apparently oh, at some point in the Shion Kingdom there was a special person born who has the strength who has ridiculous amounts of strength and so, uh, yeah. who has harmed basically people by accident and he only like emerges when he's angry or something like that and Aisha's is like oh he sounds like a cool person to fight or whatever whatever and Aisha was like nah not really <laughs> he killed his baby brother off rip and I was like oh who is okay. this yeah Flashed to the kingdom, flash to the, uh, oh, oh no, excuse me, right where Aisha and Eris are in this little like barracks of where the um, guard I'm assuming works, outside the window is Zeno grabbing his brother Pax by the head, just lifting him casually. And Pax, if you've seen yeah. the episode, Pax is fat. Like, this yeah, is not but, easy. And, but as they're describing, like, as they're describing,
0: like, what a blessed child is and stuff like that. Um they're zooming in on side of Pex inside of his bedroom. He's sleep. And I'm just, the whole time I'm just oh, thinking. Oh, that's right, I forgot about that. I'm the whole time I'm just thinking, I know this motherfucker Pax ain't the blessed child. And then all of a sudden you just see Pex just get hemmed up. Like this man just get hemmed up. Snatched. And then once he got hemmed
1: up, I was like, Yep, that there go that boy. <laughs> yeah, so Zeno is apparently the blessed child. He has immense strength. And he's just carrying his brother by the head and the guard is trying to stop him. They're like pleading with him, like, "Hey, bro, like, don't do this. This is crazy. Stop, please." Pat, he Zenob not even paying attention to him. Walks him all the way to Rudy and is like, "Bring the barrier down. I'll crush your head. Do it, do it, do it." And you, for for a moment, I think it's actually about to happen because he is not stopping. Um, and at one point, Pax calls out to his guard. He's like, "Hey, save me, or your family is dead." And uh. What who are they so, oh Eris. Eris okay, and mean. actually show up because they're drawn by all this ruckus and they were like and Eris is like chimes in and says Uh his uh Your family's Yeah, in all actuality, your family's safe because Rugier would just save him and they were like, Who is Rugier And Rudy mentions he's a super that um helps us and out in missions. It.
0: Yeah. Eris
1: mentioned it. Oh, Eris mentioned it.
0: Yeah. That helps
1: us out. And at first I'm like, Oh no, she mentioned he's a super the guards aren't gonna go along with this because they look scared at first at the mention but they mellow out and they're like well Pax I'm sorry <laughs> idea used to work for your brother so it's like your orders come second to his and I'm like oh my god they about to kill this child they about to murder this boy I really thought Pax was you know finna be gone because I know
0: as all of this is going on, Zenobia is just still slowly squeezing this man's head. It didn't even get to the point where they zoom in, like, on Pex's neck, and, like, you start to see his strokes oh, and stuff and it's, like that. Yeah. And, and it I was like, Look, s-
1: damn, they're really finna off Pex, like, right here. <laughs> but if they had done that, that would have been so, like, it would have been surprising. But at the same time, I'd just be like, dang. Like, well. <laughs> If someone oh, no. had to go, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm glad it was him, but somebody had to go. If somebody had to go, but yeah. um, luckily, Pax or unluckily, I don't know. It depends <laughs> on how you look at it. Uh, Pax is like fine, fine, fine. I'll release him, and then so Zenob drops him. But before <laughs> before leaving him alone, Zenob just taps him on the arm, and his arm, and you as our arm is immediately just. <laughs> Snapped he's and all, broken.
0: He just folds. And Rudy
1: like, and Rudy sees all this and he's just like, I never expected this day to go like this. I was just like that as well, Rudy. I was like, I didn't expect this day to go like this either, Rudy. I'm, I'm and, and he's <laughs> just flabbergasted and Rudy is basically feeling how the audience feels. And I I was telling Ace this off camera, but the 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 uh the man god is no longer to be questioned. Because I really thought they was gonna have to fight their way out of this. Nah, fuck it. I'm sorry everything questioning just him. And everything just lined. I don't know. At this point. He wants something. He wants something. I don't know what it is. But he entertainment. Entertainment. And it has been supplied. I don't believe episode. it. This <laughs> episode. I don't believe it. In
0: spades. Be that as it may, entertainment is probably one of the things he wants. I don't think that's
1: his ultimate goal. He wants something. <laughs> but Regardless of that, our heroes are reunited. Um, Pax is obviously out of the picture. Um and Ruggier has saved, uh luckily saved everybody's family. Um fast forward a little bit because the stuff that happens in the middle is like Zenob basically approaches Rudy after saving him, throws him up in the air, is like, I'm going to be your student now, right? And Rudy is like, I really should think about this. <laughs> um It's basically around the end of the episode, and around this time we get to see uh oh Aisha's mom's name. Ilya, Lilia, right? Yeah, yep, Lilia. Lilia, Lilia, um, and Rudy have a moment to reconnect, and um, it's a be- it's a nice little moment uh, where I uh, where Lilia hands Rudy his box of Roxy's panties that, that I didn't know she had. This well, whole we knew time. she had them because we
0: already been through how Aisha found the box that Lilia was keeping for. I her. thought she
1: found it, but I, I thought Aisha found it uh, while they were back at home. Ah, uh, right. Dumb. I could have sworn that's you what the episode. What, you know what? You know what? No, now that I'm thinking about it, if she got
0: displaced by the monitor disaster, why the fuck does she still have this box? Now that that's what I was thinking. I mean, that's all just was like, that up. why I was like, why the hell she
1: still, did she keep this box on personnel? That's what I'm wondering. Because uh, in the ep- in the previous episode, I should say she found it at the house. She had to keep this box on personnel. <laughs> Which is wild. Why are you carrying around a box with somebody else's panties for Rudy? I don't understand. Yeah, maybe after Aisha found it, she decided to keep it, uh, like, hidden. But I don't know. Regardless, she gives Rudy his box back of Roxy's panties. And we get to see uh, not only that, but um, in the box is a gift Sylphie meant to send Rudy on his 10th birthday that she couldn't do, most likely because of money problems. But it's there. It's a little necklace thing, and Rudy is reminded that a part of the people he's looking for, even though he found Lily and his sister, he's Sophie's still, still missing, and that's probably I, I'm not to skip, but I, I'm thinking based on how they did it, this is that might be who we see next, I'm which I'm really in interested goal. in. She really had to keep this box on personnel, bro. <laughs> he brought it right back. Ah, yeah, no, that's weird. I'm weirded out. It's so funny too because she. Encouraged it almost when she was talking to too. All I gotta say is number one step mom, Lilia, Lilia Grey She really <laughs> had to keep this box on personnel. Like number, I, I never think about that fact until you brought it up. Because
0: <laughs> she did get displaced by the modern disaster, but yet she still had this box. So that means she had to have that's wild.
1: Yeah, but um so what's funny after uh so after that hilarious scene, um Aisha uh, approaches Rudy and she asks him to take him on um, the, her missions with them because she doesn't want to end up serving Rudy <laughs> when he get, when she gets older because that's what uh, Lily basically said she'd probably be doing um, when she gets older is basically serving her brother um, in his day-to-day life uh, after when she reaches of age. Rudy is like, you can't travel with me because it's too dangerous. Um, and he explains that something. Even though you were mad at your brother, just uh, think about like how people try and keep mementos of other people because it makes them feel safe and secure and reassured that everything's okay with them. Um, and in doing so, he gives her his headband. And Aisha seems in that moment to figure out something or realize something. She and put
0: two and two together. Together,
1: yeah. Basically, we have realized by the end of the episode when she's waving goodbye, she, she realized the whole time that Rudy. Is her that the kennel master that they've been calling Rudy this whole time is actually her brother Rudy and she seems to have forgiven him by the end of the whole episode and realized how great of a person he was. And she clean and we're left with um The final image of this episode is Aisha basically holding clinging on to her brother's headband, seeming Correct. like they patched everything up. So, yeah, so that was um,
0: that was a nice to see because you know he didn't get a chance to.
1: Reconcile things with Norm. Reconcile
0: with his first sister Norm, but he did actually get to reconcile it with his other sister Aisha. So that was good to see. Um, and you know, Aisha no longer hates him anymore. She actually has some type of you know, fond respect for him actually now. So that you know, like I said, you know, that's good to see. She at least he didn't get to, you know, get off bad terms with both his sisters. So yeah, um, he got to mend some of that relationship. And as well as you know, that's two of the family members found. So now we all you
1: know two down, um, two to go. So. Yeah, I, I think um, I don't. They didn't say it in the episode, but I'm pretty sure they're probably headed to where Paul is.
0: Probably, I would assume so because like, the, they because the, the city is gone, the town yeah, is gone, the so town I'm, is yeah, the town so is protected the more than likely hope, they probably are heading to where Paul is, especially since
1: in the beginning of this of last episode, Aisha was trying to send a letter to Paul. So correct. So I'll, yeah, pretty pretty assume assume that they're, they're going. probably going there. Um, but um, so before, I
0: guess. There's some stuff I want to talk about for the upcoming episode. Before we do that, do you want to
1: rate this episode? Oh, before we talk about that stuff, go, yeah, sure we can. Yeah. Um, this was a seven to me. Um, nothing bad happened this episode. Like it wasn't anything. It was just uh, this episode, <laughs> while being funny as as all hell. This episode was uh, well. I would say lackluster, probably like a lot of character moments. I mean, it came forward through at the end. But I think overall, this was like a fun little episode. I really thought stuff was about to happen. Like, I thought they were about to go. I thought we were about to get more time with Ruji and Eris fighting people. But yeah, And that doesn't mean necessarily that I'm rating stuff higher on action. But I, but I will say that in this episode, this definitely felt like a side story almost. A little bit. Even though it was related to the main plot. But it was a good episode. It was very enjoyable. It's, if someone were to ask me... Uh, funniest episodes is definitely going on my list of Mashuko Tensei, but like story heavy episodes, not necessarily too much. So this is probably a seven for me.
0: I will agree. I'll give it about a seven, seven and a half for mainly all the reasons you just said as well. And um, I know a fool when I see one. And as soon as I saw Zenoba, I knew that man was a fool. And um, <laughs> where <just laughs> are their parents? And so this whole episode was just—it was just hilarious, all from beginning to end. It was just hilarious. So it—it was—it was a good episode, like episodes like this. Reminds me of just how, why I love Mushoku Tensei to begin with. And so, but yeah, so I'll give it a seven. Damn me, I parents? damn near want to give it an eight. But <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a high
1: seven. But I, I, I,
0: again, where are they parents? <laughs> but um, So moving on to some of the later episodes stuff I want to talk about is, so the next episode, episode one is going to be titled, it's not going to be titled, it's titled Turning Point 2. And for those who don't know or don't remember, Turning Point 1 was the episode when the man disaster actually took place. So, from that title alone, it's probably going to be some shit next um episode. So
1: maybe this should be called Into the Thick of It Part 2. I don't know. <laughs> um but yeah, no, I I when I saw that title, I was, "Ooh, stuff is stuff is again. Real so something's about to happen. I don't yeah. know. Like I said, based on the ending, I'm almost convinced that the next person we're probably going to run to is Sylphie, and I'm wondering yeah. how different she's going to be, because it's been it. a long time since we've seen her. Correct,
0: and so most stuff I wanted to touch up on, so, um, I, like I said, when I did, when I saw the episode title, I kind of did go back and skim through that episode, turn to point one, and just to see what, you know, what was going on in that episode, so it's pretty much confirmed that that guy we saw was the dragon god, because one, he had scales under his eyes, and then two, he took, like, a full front no, front on attack dragon blast from this dragon. Yeah, okay, I remember and, that. You know, and, and nothing That's happened was... to him. He like he just straight took it and then the dragon looked him dead in his eyes and just like, Okay, I'm gonna leave you alone and flew away. Um two, we actually we I I, I completely forgot about this, but this was the same episode where we actually got to first see um the demon emperor, the demon emperor, um, Kishira, Um Yeah, sure, yeah, who, well, she just, yeah. she was just walking one who Rudy got his demon out from. Like that completely skipped my mind at all. Like that completely skipped my memory, and then three, um, the cause of the of disaster might have been in our face the entire time because it came from
1: uh, what's his face castle, right? No, it
0: didn't. No, it didn't. So we we still don't it know the f- origins f- of it, but I'm talking about the reason why it happened is because it might have been because um, so the I can't remember his name, but it's one of the heroes that's living up in the sky now. You know, we got the lore on him, you no, know, in the earlier first season, but he's living up in the sky, and he mentioned that. That that the mana that's converging or whatever might be being used to break the the seal of the demon god Laplace. So that might have been you know what it was for the entire time, actually breaking that seal. So who knows that like I see, you know the answer might have been right in our face the entire time of what the purpose of the minor disaster was for.
1: Yeah, we um, just don't know who caused it and why. Correct. Um, so
0: there may be it's maybe you know sometime in the future or you know we're actually going to realize that. Yes, the the seal of this demon god was actually broken, and that we're gonna have to deal with him one way or
1: another sometime
0: in the future. So,
1: yeah, oh, that's I mean, be I'm pretty sure. I'm thinking that's probably gonna be uh, the climactic stuff. Because, like I said, the, with the, the with the sacred beast already taking a leg into Rudy, and him appearing, and they say he only appears at times of like great turmoil. I'm pretty sure. The modern disaster is going to lead to something other than just like oh our families have been displaced like so, some bigger bigger's obviously coming from this, correct. So, but I think for next episode, I I don't know like turning like the fact that turning point one or turning point originally was when the modern disaster happened, the implications for next episode are huge because it's like yeah, hopefully another one doesn't occur but something else is probably big is going to happen. And I'm wondering if it's probably going to be when Rudy and Eris finally return to Eris's home hometown. Kingdom. Probably so. Yeah. I mean, and we find out that who, who 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 and who and why her father was her grandfather was executed. Executed. Yeah. So I mean, one way or
0: another, some shit's got to go down next episode. Just based on the title alone and what happened in the previously titled um, episode version of this. So it's definitely going to next week's episode should be a good one. Um yeah, so yeah. it should be a good one.
1: Yeah, hopefully, I mean, if I now, unfortunately, at the end of the recap episode, they did not mention if uh, next week we'd have an episode from eighty six. But if all three of the animates come back, we actually will have some a lot of insights to talk about next week Correct. because Demon Sayers, uh, like I said, entertainment is going to start, and then we have the implications of what Turning Point 2 is going to be.
0: So. Well, just for well, just for the fact that, if I'm not mistaken, they did say the first episode of Doom Slayer was going to be an hour long.
1: So that too, yeah.
0: Next n- next episode, it'll either we might have to split it up or it's just going to be one long episode, but we'll figure that out once that um Yes, comes. guys,
1: come enjoy us talking yeah. about <laughs> this and watch me nerd out because Entertainment Distribution is one of my favorite arcs from the So, yeah, we'll figure that out. It's
0: either going to be one long episode or we'll... Um, we'll split it up but that's all the animes we have for today now moving on to some weekly anime topics that we had to this you know, that I, I want to discuss and if Jake has anything to discuss Um, so mm-hmm. this Friday December the 5th the Sword Art Online movie will be coming out so I cannot remember the name but the new Sword Art Online movie I think it's progressive something but it's going to be coming out this Friday and we mm-hmm. will be doing a movie review of that movie as well Um. I may or may not be here for this. Yes, McMillian may <laughs> or may not be here for this one. <laughs> but it's okay. We got some other people joining us that's going to come join me in talking shit about SAO. Not talking shit about it, but I like SAO. It's not the best anime, but it's one of those, it's one of those feel-good animes that I like watching. Um, you can guess how I feel about it. Um, so yes so be on the lookout for that as well um also some of you have may have noticed that last week's episodes youtube video was a little late um that was due to the
1: holiday um,
0: holiday season and we did forget to mentioned that it was going to be late on our social media. So I do want to apologize for that. We forgot to put that notice out there, but, um, but this is why we have our social media. So in, you know, in the event that something like this does happen, you know, you can just come check our social medias and see what's going on and stay up to date on everything about the podcast. Um, so yeah, was there anything that you had to talk about as far as any anime topics or even manga topics for that happened this week?
1: Um, today, uh, November 28th, uh, even though they had, the season hasn't started, the new opening for JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, ha- uh, for the next part has been released. It's really good. I'm looking forward to everything that comes this season. Okay. Um. You you told tell me you watched JoJo.
0: You watched it or read
1: it. it. I couldn't, no, I watch it.
0: I don't remember you telling
1: me this. Uh, just watching this one. Um, but yeah, uh, Huge JoJo's are a Witcher fan. Different than most uh, any other animes. But the opening is out so if you guys are interested in JoJo's uh, please go watch the opening. It's pretty good. Um, Besides that, this is probably a little late but um, a manga I have been keeping up with is got announced for an anime adaptation um it's called uh what is it the slave i am having a hard time finding it but (laughs) um it's made by the same person who made a comic guy kill um and the premise is pretty solid uh it's a little bit etchy so if you're not into that you I'll know, pull. but it's actually pretty uh it's a really good story so far though correct uh, yeah if you're watching this in
0: video i'll pull the title up on screen for you yeah i'm
1: sorry y'all i, I will get make sure that it uh yeah we get that in post because i yeah. admit to i'm i thought i i'm blanking on it right now i had it in my <laughs> head up to this point and then it just <laughs> left but um yeah other than that um none much uh winter season is uh, I know the winter, uh, the new animes for the winter season. are probably about to start sometime next year. Uh, sometime again next year, we'll figure out how we transition when the ones we're currently watching are done. But that, Correct. Anyways, so yeah, um, that's about it. A- yeah, as, as you
0: said before, as the winter season slowly comes to an end, we'll definitely figure out how we're going to be transitioning over into the next um, season of anime, as well as. Um when the winter season does end, we will be giving some sleeper picks on from the winter season anime that we did not cover on our weekly episodes. So also be looking forward to that towards the end of the winter season. Mm-hmm. Um we'll have one from me, a recommendation from me and McMillian. So like I say, be um, they'll be looking forward to that. But other than that, that's all we have for today. So McMillian, you're going to take us on out of here.
1: All right. Um as always, guys, thank you for listening slash watching. Um, We appreciate you guys coming and joining the council every week. Uh, So yeah, uh, to keep up with it, please consider hitting that uh, subscribe slash uh, follow button on any of the platforms such as YouTube, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. Um, As always, to keep up to date with what we are doing currently, or if we're not recording something or an episode might be a little late, consider following our socials, uh, Gurren Otaku Council on Instagram, and Gurren Otaku's on Twitter. Um, With that being said, meeting adjourned, guys. Catch you later. Peace.